never. Well, now you will. So join me, won't you, in a little sing-along. Bam, and you say, God damn, this is a dope jam. I'm broad, I'm broad, I'm broader than Broadway. <laughs> yes, I'm broad, said I'm broad. Said I'm broader than Broadway, and all the time I'm diddling, 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 diddling myself. It feels so good. Your sauce will mix with ours and will make a good goulash, baby. Hey, y'all, what time is it? It's time for Get Wood with Jess Wood. Sometimes I just want to sing a low lullaby about all this. You know, it's. It's get wood with just wood, and maybe today there'll be some depth to it, but you don't know until you tune in, and then you figure out if you got some depth to it. It's it's just, it's supposed to be funny, but sometimes there's a little depth, like deep thoughts. Uh, hi everybody, hello, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are, I hope that you are cheerful. I am here, here I am, present, barefoot, braless, feeling my feet. <sighs> I have some big questions this week, big questions. You ready? You ready for the biggest question of all? This is the first, here's your first question. Let me give a wave to everybody. Hi everybody, hi, welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay, first and foremost, <clears throat> my male friend, name I will not, include, uh, you know who you are, told me recently that he was off to get a rub and tug. <gasps> Delightful. Okay. Uh, yes. Totally down for you for that. I think what a, what a joy, what a fucking joy that is for men to be able to just go anonymously walk into a massage parlor. Maybe it's a grandma. Maybe it's a lady your age. Maybe it's a, a younger lady. Well, you get a little rub and then you get a little tug. And I thought to myself, man, why is there nothing the equivalent for ladies? We like to get, you know, how about the flicking stick? I think, you know, there's a, there's, a, there's a rumor out there and it's been going since the beginning of this bullshit European time because it's not a native thought. I, I promise you that. <sighs> the Europeans think that females have a delicate, a, a delicate way and, and, and they shouldn't, well, they would never want to just go and get flicked and then sticked. I'm here to tell you that's a lie. I'm here to tell you and to liberate the ladies around the world. It's a fucking lie. You know what I would like? To walk into a massage parlor, have, you know, there could be a grandpa, there could be a man my age, or there could be a younger man. Whoever's free at the moment, I know they know what they're doing. I know they're great at their job. I'm going to go in. I'm going to trust them. I'm going to lie there. They're going to give me a little rub and they're going to give me a little flick. And I don't know if they're going to stick, maybe not themselves, but perhaps an accoutrement of some sort. Maybe there is uh, sex toys in the room. I don't know. 
Now, I have discussed this with a couple of people before I brought it here to the realm of the pod. And a couple of women said, hey, that's not okay because all those places are sex trafficking places. And I said, not my place. What do you think? Jessica Wood is going to exploit people? I don't think so. My ass has been exploited my whole fucking life. I don't need, I'll exploit myself. And I don't think that you need exploitation to succeed. I know you don't. So I'm not going to be sex trafficking my men. Maybe it's cheaper. Maybe it's easier to find guys that'll do it, but I don't think so. I think that men are very into this. I think because men, you guys, I mean, you're visual. You want to get the job done. You like fixing things. These are all things that men are, you know, if I were to genderize people, this is something that you guys should be really, really good at. The flicking stick. Hello, good afternoon, uh, Miss Jessica. What would you like today? Would you like a shiatsu or a Swedish or perhaps a Latin? Mm. You know, it would be, that would be your, you could choose from different styles of massage. Yes, I've thought about this a lot. And yes, I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. I think that we got this bad rap of being like virginine, like, I don't, I don't know. I'll probably just fall in love with him if he touches me. I don't know if he'll weaken the knees around man's. Nah, there's a new breed in town. There's a new type of lady around. You ready? The lady that knows what she wants and goes for it. Yeah. She calls up the flick and stick. She says, hey, it's, it's Jess Wood. Hi. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, you have, uh, you have Carlos ready for me? Is he available at 3 o'clock? Ah, oh, fantastic. I'll wear my shortest skirt. Uh, tell Carlos I'll see him later. <laughs> and click. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's an essential business. I see that it's open here all the time. I, I see that uh, the masseuses are open all, all night here. So that means there's a little rub and tug going on in the neighborhood. No judgment, only jealousy. Do you hear? Now, it's the same with my gay friends. Uh, they have this thing called Grinder, right? And that's their app where they can like show up somewhere in a place, in a, in a town, and somewhere where maybe they don't know anyone, and they can check in. And yes, you're going to get some pictures of assholes, but you're also going to find out who's around. Like who's in the neighborhood? Who's hanging out? Who's here? Who's, who's, who's here? Who's queer? Who wants to get a beer? Do you know what I mean? It's, it's more of a social thing. Like, yes, again, I know you can just hook up on the grinder, but also I think I'm comparing it with the Tinder. I know I sound about 74 when I say the grinder and the Tinder, but you know what I mean? When you can just click on to a social media app or just an app and you can find all the like-minded people around, like if I was into furries or something and there, and I could go on this app and be like, oh my God, all my furry friends are here in, you know, San Dimas or wherever the fuck you are, you end up, you know, you could be in like St. Louis and put out the app and be like, is anybody around? And then they'd be like, yeah, we're having a social distancing, uh, you know, 
friends of the forest, furry, fantastical, come on down. And then they give you the address and it's all good. But as a straight, as a hetero lady, here's the thing. I can get onto Tinder, but it's not like, hey, what are you guys doing? Where is everybody? It's more like, who's down to fuck, right? And wh wh are you going to bring me a pizza? Are, you, are we fucking in masks? There's all these other different things. But it's always about hooking up. What I've learned from my friends on Grindr is you can actually just tap in and see if somebody's around. And then you have a little community. That's all I'm saying. I think we're all... I think we're all hungry for community right now because we're all so isolated from one another. I know I am. I know I talk to every uh, checkout person, bus driver, stranger. I talk to a lot of strangers. I do. I do. And I and I got to be friends with the guy who delivered my furniture. Yeah, I got to be friends with Armani. Black guy. They sent him alone. One man to bring all my shit upstairs into the apartment. Yeah, I don't think that's correct. Do you? I mean, they had three fucking dudes who moved me out of my last place and I didn't need three. Like I'd already packed everything up and I was like, all right, it's all ready to go. And there are these three fucking stoners just like, yeah, fucking, woo, I'll take these boxes. Hey man, you got another blanket for that? And when I move and the mover shows up, Finally, I got two weeks with nothing. And I'll tell you what, when you got two weeks and all you're doing is a blow up bed, a chair and a TV tray, you kind of feel like you don't need that much. Actually, it's a little bit weird because then all my stuff came with Armani and I was so excited because he had called me a couple times. So I was like, oh my God, my furniture, my furniture. And then I was like, Armani, what's up? And we had kind of a thing. And thanks, Al. Uh, thanks, Ange. Um, we had like a, a, a little, you know, I felt like we had a little friendship going on the, on the phone. And he kept saying, I'm running a little late. I'll be there around three. And I kept thinking to myself, you know, he's just saying that because he's he's in the truck with another mover and he doesn't want to say we'll be there at three. We'll, he doesn't want to seem like a couple or something. You know, I get it. Guys get weird. And so I was just assuming that there was more than just one man on the moving truck. Well, you know what assuming does makes an ass out of you and me. <laughs> okay, come on. Shh. Listen, really? He shows up. I run down. He's like, hey, I'm here. I run down the stairs to the truck. I'm like, hey, Armani. And I stop. And it's this one dude, black guy, about my height, about my weight. I might have weighed a little bit more than he did. One fucking mover to bring my couch, to bring my bed, to bring my, I mean, this bed. And guess what? It got damaged. Yes. Did I call, did I make a Karen call about it? No, but it got a bit damaged and it also didn't make it into the bedroom. He barely could bring it up the fucking staircase because he's one small man. And then uh, my crackhead neighbor is downstairs. He helped, thank God. Well, you know, they're always, they always have a little energy, those methers. They're always a little energetic. They want to help out, you know? They're polite, but methy. I don't know what it is. This is a trip. Um, so he gets the furniture up the mother, Methy Metherson helps him with the bed. Uh, we are now in my live, in my living room with all my shit surrounding me. There are blankets with tape on them. I mean, it's, it's a mess. And Armani's phone is ringing. 
and his phone is ringing and ringing. And I go, hey, man, you're going to answer that? Because now I just feel like we're, we're working together. Do you know what I mean? Because I've actually started to pull a couple things of tape off the blankets because I realized it is now almost three fucking hours that he's been in my house. Three hours with this one guy. And, and I go, you know, come on, uh, dude, is that your phone again? Your phone just keeps ringing. Do you need to get your phone? Is it, it might be an emergency or something. I mean, I don't fucking know this guy's life, you know? So he, he gets the phone. And all of a sudden, well, he gets the phone and he's on the phone and I think I keep seeing him moving, but all of a sudden I realized I'm the only motherfucker moving. I am pulling tape off blankets. I'm wrapping shit. I'm unwrapping shit. I'm trying to find certain things. And then I look up and this fool is like just kicked against my fucking, my bed that he can't get in the fucking bedroom. He's kicked against it. Like it's his fucking pad. And he's like, uh, -huh, no, tell him, uh. No, tell him like 350. No, tell him it's got to be like 350. This motherfucker's doing a deal at my apartment, leaned up, and I'm working. So I go, hey, 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 Armani, uh, I don't want, I don't work with you. So do you mind, my man? Do you mind? And he's like, oh shit, right, sorry. And so then he hangs up. Now, I don't know if any of y'all watch Seinfeld. But there's an episode in Seinfeld where George Costanza, the bald one, calls China about a about a bald cure, uh, 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 you know, lotion that he wants for his head. And at the same time, Jerry Seinfeld is called Chinese food delivery. So the Chinese food delivery guy gets there. George is on the phone with China, but they're only speaking Chinese. So George goes, hey, to the Chinese delivery guy, can you talk to them about my hair serum? So the so Chinese guy's like, sure, I speak Chinese. So he takes the phone and he gets on the phone and you can tell they're kind of fucking talking shit about George for a second because why wouldn't they? You know, in Chinese, like I don't know Chinese, maybe you know Chinese, but you know the you know the way people look or act and they're, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking white man. So you know that's what's happening. So then... Uh, all of a sudden the Chinese delivery guy is on Jerry's couch and he's got his, his fucking, his, his legs are kicked up, his, his feet are crossed on the coffee table and he's like, oh, you know, and he's like just talking in Chinese to this guy and Jerry all of a sudden notices and he goes over and he goes, hey man, long distance call, yeah? Thanks. And the delivery guy's like, oh, right, right. So it was exactly like what happened with me and Armani. So Armani was just here like doing a deal. I don't know. He must have other jobs. Why though? If he's one mover and he's showing up for me and I paid a gnarly amount of fucking money. I've never paid this much. I've never had a mover. How do you like that? Who's growing up? Who's being a good lady to take care of herself? And you know what I almost did? I almost got my ex, the pirate wolf man, Metherson, you want to talk about Methy? Uh, I almost had him help me and pack, get a van, pack it. You know, he would have packed it fast. He would have been able to bring everything up by himself. But I was thinking there were a couple things that were worrisome to me about that. A, will there be drugs in the van? Most likely. B, will we be getting into a argument in my new parking lot? Probably. Uh, C, uh, oh, that's A and B are enough. Okay. So, <clears throat> so anyway, uh, we're under another lockdown here. I know everybody kind of is, I hope everybody's got enough weed, uh, for their lockdown. <laughs>
I got some. I'm so happy. I'm going to need more. So it's, you know, I'm going to be supporting local businesses, though. That's the thing. I'm supporting essential local businesses. And that's what I hope that you all do when you're out and looking for things to get your friends for whatever holidays you may celebrate or birthdays that are coming up. I love a Sagittarius, so I have very many birthdays coming up. Uh, but go on to my stories on Instagram and you'll see I've given about three or four different ideas for people that you can hook up uh, with, you know, their products or their art or their jewelry. There's like a whole bunch of good shit in there. So go get it. Uh, my threader, I bring up the lockdown because I can't get threaded for a couple weeks. And ugh, let me tell you about this. Let me tell you about my fucking beard, Holmes. Let me tell you about my fucking, I got a fucking goatee. You say, I'm not even joking. You will like when I kiss a dude for the first time and he wants to like touch me. I'm like, Hey, don't fucking touch me. It's like stubble. So like I had to go to the threaders, you know, because I try to get like, let me tell you how many things I try to get. Okay. I try to get laser. Didn't work. I try to get uh, waxing. Didn't work. I try to get so many fucking things. Oh my God, you guys, it's like, everyone goes like, you're a blonde. How do you have like a black goatee? And I'm like, I don't know, but please, maybe I'm a meld of many things. We are all a meld. We are all, not, no one is just one thing for Christ's sakes. So uh, anyhow, I kind of miss my threader because she was so inappropriate <laughs> in her questioning to me. She's like, um, yeah, you don't mind I ask you a question? I, I don't mean to be uh, impolite. I wonder if I am asking too many personal questions. And I go, well, what is it? And she goes, how do you have a husband or you're not married? I don't mean to be rude. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> it's okay. You just sounded like you didn't approve if it if I wasn't married, but, and I'm not, I'm not married. And she goes, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, no, you know, I don't like the way that you reacted to that. Like, how about if I said, cause there's this weird thing about women and men as well. I've, I've heard that, uh, oh, they've never been married. They're probably really fucked up. Actually, I think it's the opposite. I think it's the fucking opposite kids. I think if you've never been married, that means you're discerning. How about that shit? What if I had said yes to the guy that asked me, or the two guys, I don't mean to brag, one of them's dead. <laughs> Jesus Christ, could you imagine the trauma? I have had enough trauma in my life, gang. I don't need any more fucking that. So I really believe if someone has not been married, it actually makes them, I don't know, quite a catch. Quite a smarty pants McGee. Yes, I did say Methy Metherson earlier, and I will say smarty pants McGee again. Don't test me, my friends. Hi, Elle. Oh my gosh, thank you. You're a goddess, for God's sake. For God's sakes, goddess. Um, So my threader, she's quite too personal with me, and she's, I don't, and I had one in LA, same thing. She would like say stuff to me like, I want to tell you a story about a man with a beard. And I was like, mm, I don't know if I want to hear this story, especially if you're comparing it to my beard and it's a man. And she's like, this man, he came every week for two months. And I'm like, why do you keep telling me? Your hair, very similar to his hair. I stop, stop telling me. I can't believe that you continue to tell me when I ask you to please stop. <sighs> I don't mean anything. Okay, but it sounds like you do. 
Uh, <laughs> um, okay, what else? Oh, I'm, I read my notes. A lot of people come to this show and they think, well, look at Jess, look at her go. She's just on a roll. No, motherfuckers, I need notes. I have notes. I've smoked a lot of PCP. Do you understand? Done a, quite a bit of acid. Um, I was a heroin addict. Shut up. Are you bragging now? But look at that's That's notes. Ha! Yeah, bitch. Um, so let me, let me look. Okay. I don't really have to. <laughs> it's only been a week since I talked to you last, although I was here on Friday. And if you want to go and watch the Friday interview show that I did, uh, I do every Friday night, I do an interview, uh, with a non-white person because I can't, it's enough of us already. Um, all my pals and last week it was Chris Abbott, AKA Kid Caviar, AKA Abbo, AKA Bubsy McGee. Um, so that was a really good one. And I've never interviewed anyone I have had a relationship before. So that was really interesting. And uh, oh, I laughed a lot and it was sweet. It was sweet, man. So if you want some sweetness in your life, and if you like hearing stories about like the 80s in LA, music scene in LA, uh, it's a really good time. If you like lunchboxes. Mm. So I have made friends with a couple of ladies here and uh white ladies and i i realized we're not really on the same level do you ever feel like that like i'm in a place where i don't know one motherfucker but i'm gonna be discerning about these bitches that i meet because why because you have to be because i used to be like this i used to be like oh you like me okay i like you too nah bitch get a little self-esteem. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe take a look, maybe listen to how they speak to one another. Do they interrupt you a lot? Do they interrupt each other? Is there a lot of drinking going on? No offense to the drinkers out there. I just happen to not really jive with that. It's just something about getting really loud, getting really repetitive and getting really close to me and talking. I don't need, I, I like stoners. Cause they're kind of quiet. They're a little paranoid and it helps, you know, it helps keep the, anyway. Um, so what, so what had, what had happened was I left a dinner, uh, the other night and I got right into a lift because I treat myself as the goddess I am. I treat myself well. I don't have a car yet. So I get the lift. So, um, so a, a young woman comes and picks me up in the lift. And as soon as I get in, I'm like, Hey girl, what's up? Hey. And I don't realize that not everyone is like me. Is that weird? It, I mean, it might be very narcissistic or it might just be very like out of it. Or like I grew up in such a cultish kind of fucking way that they were like, anyone that's not like you, fuck them. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, uh, are you like me? Are you like me? So, um, if you like me, I like it. So I'm like, Hey, so I kind of get, you know, so I'm excited to see people and I was excited to get in the car and I was excited to get a ride and I'm very grateful. So I've, I tend to be really happy uh, don't worry. I cry a fuck ton a lot, but I, but it, for the most part, like when I interact and stuff and I have new things and there's like a new mountain or a fucking beautiful tree or some shit, right. Or a wall. I have friends that make fun of me who are like, did you just take a picture of a wall? Yeah, but it was blue. Did you see the color blue that it was? 
was, you know, that's how I am. So I got in the car and I was like, hey, girl, hey. And she's like, hey. And then it was kind of quiet. And then she said, you had a good night tonight? And I said, yeah, I did. Somebody made me dinner. And she was like, ooh, what'd you have? Now, automatically, I liked her because of this. Do you ever feel that where there's like a passion, not of the Christ, but a passion in their in their response and in their in their being and and even with the full coverage you know we both had the full coverage and she's like ooh what'd you have and i thought girl i like you and i told her i said ramen she said oh i love ramen so she was giving me a lot of energy back that i felt like i hadn't been getting earlier that evening and maybe because she was not drunk but also it was just a different situation so also, do I, uh, you can write me privately or publicly here if you want. On a side note, if someone doesn't know who David Mamet is, is it snobby to not want to hang around with them? Am I a culture snob because of that? I've only ever lived in New York and LA. And even in New York and LA, I'm sure there's people that don't have a fucking clue who David Mamet is. I just never met them. I don't want to. I want to talk about shit like that. I want to talk about theater and fucking food. I want to talk about that shit. Anyways, so this chick in the car, she was awesome. Amanda, big shout out to Amanda. Cause you know why? That girl's listening. Cause she's my new friend. We hugged it out in the parking lot. She, she turned her shit off after I was her last ride. It was like, dink, dink, this bitch, nobody's going to top this bitch in my, in my ride. So dink, turn it off. So then we get into my parking lot and we see a fucking dog off leash, no collar. What the fuck? We both decide to jump out of the car because we're lovers, because we're givers, because we're goddesses, because we're witches, because we're human. And we have love. And so we run out and we're like, hey, baby, hey, darling, hey, hey, little doggy. And then a man over the fence at the park is like, Nina, then a guy, Nina. And so we're like, oh my God, Nina. And she offered to pick up the dog and put it over, not throw it, but like pick it up and put it over the fence to him. And he's like, no, no, she might get okay. Nina, Nina. And then we helped guide Nina through the little gate in the, the hole in the fence. And then she made it home. And then I turned around and Amanda was there to the arms out. It was so nice to meet you. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it really, really was. And not to... Not to diss the white women, but they, uh, no hugs. Um, it's a lot of this like, hi, honey, how are you? Hi, good to see you. Hi. You know, like holding up my arm or something. I'm like, hello. And what's fucked up is because of the way I grew up, you know, rebellious, uh, against authority, a bit anarchistic, hippies, underpants are nowhere to be found. All that stuff equals to me having this really old, old, old idea that if I see ladies that look a little fancy, like a little done up, you know, a little zhuzhed in the ways that I don't feel like I'm that zhuzhed in, I just automatically think that they have their shit together. But guess what? <laughs> None of us have our shit together. <laughs> So don't put yourself down is what I'm saying. That's right. I am coming to an end of the show. And at the end of this show, we, as in me and all of my different personalities and all of the different characters that live inside of me, want to remind you and ourselves that nobody, nobody takes any power over anybody else. There's no one better than anyone else out there. You are just as amazing as this motherfucker, you think, oh, look at, she's got a tailored jacket. She must be really together. No, bitch. You don't know. 
Nobody knows anything. Nobody, anybody could just assume anything about anybody. And, and then you take it to your heart and then all of a sudden you're feeling bad about your own self. Fuck that. Hell no. I'm here to tell you, you are worth more than you could ever think. You're powerful. You got mad skills. You're fucking mad intelligent. You're mad cute. Yeah. Shut up. You are. You're mad cute. You're mad hot. <laughs> you got mad skills, yo. I'm telling you, don't fucking, don't sleep on yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm learning. Because you know why? Because if you're there for you, doesn't matter if any other motherfucker doesn't meet your needs. You're there and you can go, that's cool. I'm going to go home. I'm going to get a bubble bath. <laughs> you know, something like that. Or you randomly meet a stranger who becomes then your friend and you feel like, wow, you know what? Just give it a second. Be a little discerning about the people that you decide to hang out with and you will get those brought to you and things brought to you. Just let, but just give it over, you know? Give it over to the fucking universe. It's got us. I'm here to tell you because look at me. I am on borrowed time. I should not have been here at all anymore. I should have died when I was a teenager, like most of my friends did. Not to bring it down before I go, but I got to tell you the honest fucking truth. If I didn't just keep going and keep going, all right, I guess I'll go here. Okay, I guess I'll go there. All right, I guess. And kindness of friends and believing everything was going to be all right because I know at this moment in time and all this shit, it's hard to remember that. But I'm here and I'm practicing. So you practice with me and we will do it together because community is the shit. And I miss hugging you guys. And I miss being on stage in front of real live people. But this is as good as it gets right now. And I appreciate every single one of you hanging out here with me and showing up and putting hearts and waving and telling me little comments. I do. I appreciate it so fucking much. You don't even know. It makes my whole week. And then I get to write down all my adventures of this week and see you next week. But I will see you before then if you'd like. You can come back and visit me on Friday night, 530 Pacific. What's good with Jess Wood? The interview show that I was telling you about earlier. You can go check out the one with Chris Abbott. It's called Bubs and cheese on rye. That's a good one. But today's episode, the flick and stick, was brought to you by all of the wonderful women and local and small businesses. You ready? You got a, you got a pen? Or you can go on my Instagram. For products, soaps, salts, witchy shit, you can go to Ivana Health, Yvette Ruha. Okay? For jewelry and jewels and Goody goods. You can go to She's the Rainbow. You can go to Shop Desert Moon. If you want insane fucking art, graffiti, bitches, oh, such good stuff. And she's got merchandise, clothing, a tribe called Mel. All right. So that's all my girls. And, and look, I got merchandise too. So if you have anyone in your life that is easily distracted, Please get in touch with me on my DM. Slide in, baby. Slide in. And I'll tell you about my no shipping, no tax, 
thought them special. Easily distracted. T-shirts, tank tops, boy shorts. Who doesn't want one? I don't know. I got one of all. And I'll be posting like a, I'll be posting like a babe who loves her shit. So get ready. I love you so much for listening. I love you for watching. Please give yourselves a big hug and go get a glass of water. You know you're thirsty. <laughs> I love you so much. Bye. Bye, y'all. Don't suck a dicky, don't like, and don't look a pussy, don't like, and put your fucking mask on and get safe and comfortable and healthy, please. Let's end this shit, okay? I love you, bye. <laughs> I love you, bye. I said I loved you. Goodbye.